0: Welcome to Casual hey, Babble. Hey, it's your boy BC Babble. This conversation could get a little. Now, weird. I'm not trying to say that I'm a nerd, but we are definitely about to get our nerd on. So this is Casual Babbles. Officially jump in. How's your day so far?
1: Ah, uh, good, good, productive. You know, we're we're down a, a team member for a couple days um, while they vacation, and that tends to leave us a little more, a little more all over than I'd like to be. Um, but it's. Uh, you're,
0: a, you're used to a certain level of daily chaos. Yeah,
1: it's it, there's you know, when you run a uh, essentially a social experiment um, <clears throat> called the co-working. Yeah, um, there's always a risk that something goes wrong for locations, um, weather, weirdness, lots of different people. You know, stuff happens all the time.
0: So, let's talk a little bit about your history. So, where did you come from that led you into the idea of let's launch a Social experiment, as you call it.
1: Yeah, it's a, a like adult babysitting. Um, yeah, so I um, got back in 2015. Uh, owned a marketing agency called Ready at Seven. Um, when we started that, uh, we uh, the my partner and I at the time, Kayla, uh, tried working out of my house, and that just didn't didn't go well. We didn't last long in that environment, and ended up in a co working space. Uh, I've said this line a million times, but a year into that, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the, the personal and professional benefits for me a year into working in a co-working space we, were just, it was too extreme to ignore. And I, I, had this opportunity and, um, that was presented me to open my own potentially a small, a small hobby ish experiment. Um, you know, the bar was low and we, we took a chance, um, on, on, building our own space Mm -hmm. Um, because it was it was just so good to us Uh, and and that was the beginning of it all Uh, back back 2016 um, blows my mind it's it's been a long time but yeah yeah about yeah and then it was 3,000 square feet that's the one off 809 West Hill Street Mm -hmm. Um, we opened literally next to the co-working space we were working out of yeah Um, at that time they were called 809 Um, we opened Hooga next door About three four months into that, we were seeing some pretty great success, and um, and asked to buy them, Uh, and they agreed after some mild negotiations. We were able to acquire their space and all their members and everybody there, and became this big ten thousand square foot opportunity. Mm -hmm. That at that moment, it, it that's probably the place where it became real, like a thing that I can do as a business rather than a thing on the side. That makes some money, but Mm -hmm. doesn't. um, uh, It's very lifestyle; it's barely a lifestyle business. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, over the past six years, what kind of challenges were you prepared for as a business owner, and what (laughs) definitely came out of left field for you?
1: Well, let's just you know, obviously a pandemic. Yeah, certainly out of left field, and and I, you know, I don't want to belabor that because. You know, people go, people love to, to say, you know, what would you've, what have you done to prepare? Right. Pandemic? Yeah. And the answer is like not own a business. Right. That's it. Yeah. You know, you, you just, you can't, you know, um, to prepare to go to zero is to prepare, prepare for failure. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's basically, you know, for a business like ours, where we, where we ended up was just completely shuddering. And I'm grateful that we were, um, years into it enough where we had loyalty and our members appreciated us. And and a lot of us, um, against, you know, really sound financial decisions like stuck with us and, and paid us and, and really gave us the ability to hold on and and still be here now. Mm -hmm. Um, outside of that, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, things that you're never prepared for is, is, you know, in this business it's, in really any business, we had the same issue when I ran the marketing agency is, is scaling a team is always a, a fascinating, challenging thing. Um, turnover, hiring and turnover is the single most expensive thing you'll do. Okay. Um, you know, you'll, your P, your payroll in most cases is your highest expense. Mm-hmm. Um, hiring a human at $40,000 cost you after taxes $50,000 if you had benefits on that. Now you got a $60,000 employee yeah. that you, you know, you spend a month to possibly looking for, um, you spend a month or two training them and then you work incredibly hard, hopefully to retain them. And if they do rotate out, that's a, a credit. Like if somebody leaves right quickly, especially let's say you just don't do a good job of onboarding them, or maybe you missed the mark in, in something, but mm. they accepted that job. Um, you know, I am grateful that I haven't had a ton of turnover, but in, in a lot of cases, I see it in the businesses around us. They're constantly hunting for good people. Um, and it's time-consuming and very expensive. Um, and there's no way to prepare for it.
0: Yeah. And so as the owner of the business, how what kind of... Are there particular walls you'd say you have up in going into trusting somebody new to add on to your team that you'd say maybe most hiring Managers don't have to consider?
1: Yeah. So... I have never only once in the six years I've been doing this, did we put out a job listing, um, which resulted in 40 applications, you know, 30 of them, which were probably shouldn't even have submitted based on, <laughs> yeah, <okay>. you know, <laughs> so then you're, you're sorting through that. Um, and, um, You know, it's just, it's just a bad process. You know, I lied to get my first job Mm -hmm. on my resume. What job was that? Uh, I got a job at a marketing agency right out of school. Oh, Um, yeah, I didn't, it was an SEO agency and I literally, um, put all these things on my resume to get in the door and then Googled them all just to learn them right before I went in for that interview. So it was fresh so we could Mm. talk about SEO and link building and all these things. Um, so I, I don't have any doubt that people are doing whatever they need to do to prep their resume for the job listing. Sure. So yeah, we, um, so I, I hire my friends, I hire people, uh, I hire my friends, I hire people in my world that I'm surrounded by, mm-hmm. um, people that I get to know, you know, Alyssa was a member, um, uh, Ben, who is our latest marketing support person while he came in through the application process, um, we didn't have to do this extensive, We just knew him. We're like, oh shit, Ben wants to work with us. Mm -hmm. Like he instantly flew to the top of the pile because I didn't need to vet him. He's incredible. Yeah. Um, You know, unfair advantage. (laughs) Right. Just because we, we, we had no clue he was into this. And it turns out in a very short period of time, he's, he's, he's really changed the way we're working. Um, You know, Brittany, Megan, people before that, they were all people in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I'm, you know, the nature of my business is surrounding myself with inspired and motivated people. And we, we actually have a new hire starting on the 24th that has been someone our one of our longest running members is joining the team. Um, and that's again, like a really exciting thing to be able to be in that person's world. She's a close friend of mine and then just know her personal situation where the opening for me to offer her something was there. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Let me backtrack real quick. So yeah.
0: you mentioned right out of college, you lied your ass off on a resume to get your first job.
1: Not out of college. Uh, well, oh. out of college, yeah. So, God, I went to college three college. times, um, dropped out twice. Uh, so my late, yes, I after guess the I, last I, time, <laughs> I went to college, back to school when I was like twenty-six.
0: So how long did it take you to start being honest on your resume? Just like a random question that's been lingering for me <laughs> for the so, past
1: couple minutes. So that is the one and only time I've ever applied for a job and interviewed. That was the, the first and last time I did.
0: So pretty much right after was when you went into yeah, like co-working. I worked. Yeah.
1: I worked retail before that for ten years. You know, okay. GameStop, Blockbuster, Movie Gallery. You know, entertainment biz retail, store manager stuff. But post school, my first job was my last job where I worked for somebody else. And then you became big boss. And then I, that uh, marketing agency is what inspired me to um, open my own. Mm-hmm. So that was it. So let's
0: jump through pandemic because I know I've taken the chance to listen to a couple of different interviews with you where they've all asked about that. But recently, I know on on your guys' podcast here, Zero to Ten, you talked about something I I liked hearing as a member. Which was that you had this great moment? <laughs> you don't have to freak out like that. What did I don't say? Freak out like that. We well, talked, It was,
1: it when, was I, when Alyssa and I get in the room. Sometimes it is it is long. And she's like, "We can do this in twenty minutes." I'm like, "No, we." Can't. You said that exact same thing on this on this past
0: episode too. But, but what I uh, what I liked hearing about for you and for Hugo was that you had this unexpected peak during the holidays when you would t- typically anticipate just dead presence here, but you talked about how you had, you guys had this spike and I thought I was the only one who was like emailing Alyssa right before Christmas. I'm like, Hey, what are y'all doing this year, this next year? Yeah. But you have this great spike. So talk
1: about that a little bit. You have this I think that every trend, everything we ever, um, anything that we've known is now thrown out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the pandemic reset the way we operate. Um, so until, you know, unless the world goes back to what it was in 2020, February, we will never operate the same mm-hmm. people. It just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So now we have to prepare, like we're having, we're having a crazy February, like mm-hmm. jan- January and February are always pretty busy, but it's, it's very, it's been incredibly busy the last two days, like unexpectedly. Um. Like higher, like we're 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 setting records daily in just interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, December it's it's all just every every moment that I I think that I've got it nailed down and I I understand you know exactly how people are going to interact with what we're doing. Something happens and it it floors me. We have a a crazy month, a slow month. There's no leads. There's tons mm-hmm. of leads. Somebody leaves, who's been a long time member and I just wasn't expecting it. We get a a group that wants to come in and bring 15 flex members to the table. Um, I'm, I think that in the best way possible, um, it has prepared us for, and left us open to a lot of cool opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't, we don't need a ton of structure, you know, we're not, um, for the most part, as long as, as long as, you know, we hit a base and don't, miserably, like a pandemic, mm. like we don't see that incredible drop. For the most part, we can, we can take crazy fluctuation in stride. You know, we don't, as long as the base is there, the foundation of money coming mm. in, which bills on the first of the month, we, we have a lot of freedom to handle, um, things as they come and go. Um, however we want. Um, it's kind of a really exciting part of the business. And I, um, I I always, I think that more people should look at, you know, recurring business models versus like the, the product sales, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, if you, if you sell a widget and you don't sell widgets today, you make no money, right? I make all our money on the first, the rest of the month. I don't do much billing. Occasionally someone books a studio for 20 bucks an hour, but like all of our money comes in on the first and we don't have to stress about money on the second, third, fourth, all the way till the next Mm version. And barring, like, mass exodus, like a pandemic, like, we're going to be fine. We know what money's coming in on a regular basis, and that is really, um, really cool. It also makes the spikes even more exciting um, awesome. because all of those spikes are uh, compounded. They're recurring revenue. So when we yeah. add, let's say we add a $5,000 bump in membership revenue, that's $5,000 every month mm-hmm. times 12. That's 60 grand in new recurring revenue yearly. Um and all we got to do is hopefully retain people and that's the stuff we're we're working really hard right now to do is um it's what the new hires job is and and part of this is between Chloe, Alyssa and I and and the new person and Ben is just like how do we retain this because it's so valuable? Yeah. Um and we don't want to take for granted that we are being paid. Um Does that make sense? Yes. Kind of answer. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it, it, and you can, it comes with a lot of, I'm sure, moments where I feel like if I was in your shoes, which I can barely conceptualize on my part anyway, but I feel like it, that kind of day-to-day anticipation, you'd have to just kind of, before you step out of the house, just be like, okay, here we go.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: which uh, is a great reason as to, was makes it great that you're connected to this cafe next door. Yeah. I would need that every morning with a little bit of whiskey. You
1: know? Well, I'm sober, so it doesn't work for me. Okay, sorry. Um, I <laughs> don't know, no, apologise. Um but coffee all day. Yes. Yeah, I don't um I don't dread this job. I've only had there was I think it was May of twenty twenty where I really hit a low point where I thought maybe this is not the work I wanna do. Like I was low. Sure. Um in six years it's the one day where I just like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Um, that, you know, I, I don't feel like that anymore. And it was a very, very, very momentary lapse, uh, for me. Um, I, I genuinely love coming in, walking the spaces, keeping them clean, interacting with members, um, that six years into this still brings me a ton of joy. Um, most of the, the issues that we have are self-created. You know, we, we want things to be bigger, more robust. And mm-hmm. um, with that comes, as a small team, in, inevitable complication. Yeah. We're just, we're creating new systems. You know, if we hired 10 people, sure. There'd be people everywhere. there would never be out of toilet paper. Some be on the paper towel rolls. Every, you know, moment of every day, the studio would be vacuumed three times a day. Um, you know, all of these things. And, and I... I like saving money where we can and doing, you know, st- stretching our, our bandwidth. Um, I also think that things like cleaning and I'm looking at that podcast window and door and it's just giving me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. God, it needs to be wiped down. But like doing that myself is, like um, someone
0: like pressed their head against the window or yeah, something. Yeah.
1: Looks like it. It's really disgusting, actually. I'm going to clean that when we're done. <laughs> um, but, but doing those things is, um, uh, really attaches you to the business. Yeah. I, I you know, someone smart, smarter than me and more successful than me would tell me that I'm doing it wrong and that I should hire people and just, you know, if I'm the CEO and the owner, I should not be doing these things, but I think a big part of Hugo's success is is that I am as attached to the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Um I think people appreciate it.
0: I feel like, though, if you were to go at it that way, I mean, regardless of how experienced that person suggesting that would be, I feel like when you do it like that, you as the owner become kind of this like unseen, unknown entity that people are kind of wary of.
1: Yeah, I I'd, I'd never. So I, I, I think that from a business standpoint is actually is the reason we're. we're you know, we don't get yelled at all the time. We don't have people ghosting us on payments and things like that because we're not invisible. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if we if we never came in, if we were if we were an email address, right? People would complain all the time. Oh, sure, they'd fire off emails all day. We'd be, they would hate us, and it would show, um, because we we were invisible to them. We, you know, but the fact that you know someone across the hall from us here could be mad about something, fire an email, like she's going to see me probably six times today. So maybe
0: take a moment to breathe it out. Yeah. Breathe. <laughs> and breathe and it also out. just grab me
1: and talk to me about yeah. it. Yeah. And we've always come off and, and worked really hard to be approachable. So I think that uh, it works really well. And yeah. I, I believe in it. It's not just, it's, it's, it's a tactic, um, but it's how I believe business should be, be operated, you know, very, ex- very approachable, very available and very transparent. Mm mm-hmm. I mean, I think it works
0: very seen. And I think the best part about it is that you're not in the suit. You're just this, um, o- you're just this dude in an outfit. Yeah. In a hoodie, I feel, a hoodie zip up yeah. coat. I but feel, the best part's the beanie.
1: Yeah. I feel particularly like um, underdressed today. Like I'm, I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy. Um, but during the winter and I put the beanie on, it makes me feel like I feel like a hobo a little bit.
0: Like well, You a, look like half of the students at the App State WSAU yeah. radio station, so you fit.
1: Yeah, most most people like if you did not know, and I was like, I am the owner. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh, weird. Um,
0: well, saying that though makes me realize when you had just opened this location. God, was it two years ago now.
1: A little over two
0: years, and I I think, and I think you mentioned I was the first one to try out the studio. Yeah, and I think that was the first time I ever saw you because I'm not I'm not I'm not sure I got a chance to meet you off of the Freedom Drive location. Probably not. So I was like,
1: Oh, it's me. It's just a dude. Just a dude. Just a dude. Yeah, I I really wish more people would would not. You know, God, we could rant all day about this. You know, just this like
0: this show is called Casual Babbles. So yeah. I mean, cool. Uh, it's welcome. Yeah. If we don't babble, I did something wrong. <laughs>
1: I I think that um, every once in a while, you know, you get this like, oh my God, who got this? And you're the owner. And it's just like, I'm just a guy who's really good at executing on things that he's excited about um, and tends to make pretty good educated guesses. And that's resulted in some success. And you know what? If that makes you somehow want to put me on a pedestal like i'm okay but i I prefer to just be friends with mm-hmm. you um and 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 that's just where I stand on it all like i i I don't want to be idolized i don't um I don't mind being looked up to, but I'm not in the way that's like fanatic i wanna be um i want normal people to realize that they can build and do cool things like mm-hmm. i'm 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 pretty normal um, you know, I'm a, a you know, I have in, an intricate weird life, but it's, um, we all do, you know, in mm-hmm. some way, shape or form the things that create and define us are, we all got a story. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a dude and I prefer people to see us like that. Um, I do like putting on a suit, but I won't do it here.
0: Do you, you like putting on a suit?
1: I really like getting See, dressed up.
0: See, I just came in here and complained about how I finally got out of my dress pants and <laughs> a polo. I think I don't understand like I just, people who do that.
1: Yeah, well, that's not my suit. Like, I'm talking like, you know, I I just went to a wedding, and got a custom suit. Oh, well, you know, okay. Like, the thing fits. It's yeah. like as it's a, it's a glove. It's perfect. Um, yeah, it's nice to get dressed up every once in a while, but every day? Like, yeah, like a... No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm determined to always be the only guy with a hat in the room. <laughs> um, and, and very often that's, that's the case. Um, yeah, that's the plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That <laughs> happens a lot. Yeah, we actually, um, so, so we're, um, yeah. referencing, the uh, yeah. there's windows and a door into the hallway here at Huga, and, and, you know, people walk by and it, it, um, I don't, I actually, I'm surprised I just got distracted by that, um, Maybe it wasn't wearing a mask, um, but we did actually um, originally envision this with shades. We put them up mm-hmm. so you could pull it across, um, but it made the room really claustrophobic. It did not like; hmm. it didn't feel good, and didn't. You know, in the end of the day, that the the mood the the vibe for me, even though you could pull them across, was. It's not how I enjoyed it. And I'd rather yeah. expose people and teach people to be more focused on their guests and not worry about what's happening out there. Right. Um, but there are some people that like everyone that walks by their they're, like, they're just like eye popping over mm-hmm. and they can't focus. Um, yeah. Anyway, random.
0: Very random. So another random question How are y'all on figuring out who's stealing all the silverware? How are y'all on all the
1: silverware? <laughs> we figured out who it is. Oh, you did. I buried their body yesterday. Oh no, um, no. It's honestly, I found two spoons at my house. Um, <laughs> not, don't be the culprit. It's, it's everyone is. It's, it's a, it's a like a forever thing. It's going to happen until I just remove all dishes from Huga, and I'm not far from it. I'm, I'm not far from it. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's the last time. spent a hundred bucks on silverware. That's it. And then we'll bring mugs. That's all we got. It's mugs. You mugs. Need to, you need to eat. Use your fingers. Got perfectly good hand forks here. Mm-hmm. With Nick Miller. And then uh yeah. From there And some of
0: are masters are getting the leftovers off going to the fingernail.
1: What's that? It. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not fucking around anymore. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> it's so depressing. <laughs> I open opened a draw at Hill Street. I just put stuff in there. I'm like, there's no spoons in here. Where did they go? Right. Ten spoons.
0: Mm-hmm. Out of the list of problems you've had, that's just not one that needs to be on the list.
1: That's the the thing. Like, I'll take any other problem except these really dumb ones. Yeah. That, honestly, I can solve by just eliminating this thing. And, you know, people will be mad, and then they'll get used to it and bring Mm -hmm. their own things that they put in their mouths. Like, I don't want to do it. But I'm, like, close. I'm close.
0: You're close. Yeah. I say that every year.
1: (laughs) And then I talk with the team, and they're like, we can't do it people get mad. I'm like, that's the thing. This is the, like, the silverware is going not, to be. I'm the not
0: sure that's the only reason that like, well, I mean, no, sorry, let me re- re- rephrase that. I don't think that should be the only reason why you don't do it.
1: Oh, uh, you know, like I, I don't, there's very little that I'm like, I don't really concern myself because I would like pissing off the members because for the most part, I were very transparent. We're going to mm-hmm. tell people exactly why things going to happen. And for the most part, I, it, I, I tend to get through a breaking point on anything that I think is going to be drastically mm-hmm. um, change how a member interacts with our space. And at that point, they go like, oh, we get it. Yeah. You know? Like, if I if I send a mass message to everyone and go like, hey, listen, the silver War is gone because y'all keep stealing it anyway. Oh, well. You know? Like, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. You, like, y'all can't put it back. You're not... And, I, and, you know, somebody's going to be like, oh, and you know who it is? The person that takes it. It's their fault. Yeah. Can't do it. Their fault? Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. Shouldn't do it. Should mm. be a thing. Push me over the edge. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I
0: do want to ask about one thing that I, I actually came across I as a result of doing my actual job job, which is, so I work communications for a couple of big commercial real estate boards. And this past November, I found a little article in the Charlotte Business Journal. Uh, <laughs> his eyes getting wide. He's getting wide eyed right again. Uh, but it did reference that article. Referenced an article from 2020 regarding I think it was Hill Street, which yes, a potential a potential expansion. You had you had a step back from yeah. yeah. So. I hate when I lead up to something and then the train just derails. But if you wouldn't mind talking about did that, did the revelation of you have to step back from that kind of expansion, which they only had one picture of it and the inside looked great cool. from the one picture that I saw, which looked like maybe a foyer, like a back facing staircase, something yep. like that. It's
1: a beautiful space.
0: So yeah, the revelation, was that quick or was it something you you felt might end up happening considering the year?
1: No, so we had signed that space March 1, 2020.
0: Oh, 2020,
1: okay. With, you know, everything shutting down 16 days later. So, yeah, and, and so, you know, because the pandemic was a very, like, it, it's not going to last that long. Like, the initial days, like right. months, we were, you know, everyone was like, oh, it'll just be another month. And it took about six months and, you know, $150,000 of sunk rent mm-hmm. to realize you know that we needed to let it go. Yeah. Um, I held on to it longer than I should have. That's, you know, we, they're not mistakes. You know, it's not, uh, you know, it's not a failure. It's not a mistake. It's just I was making decisions based on the information I had at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, typically, my education educated guesses, um, or decisions, or all these things are are pretty sound. Yeah. This one wasn't. This one wasn't. I look back and and you know, at the end of the day, I, I was basing everything off what science and people and mm-hmm. people I respect were saying. And I, I thought we were going to come out of that quicker and would have had the opportunity to go after filling that space. Um, I am so glad we were able to get rid of it at the time we did. Otherwise I'd still probably be in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have never made the money on it. It would have just been a, a really, really heavy uh, weight tied to our legs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I I I I beat myself up about it for quite some time. Yeah, um, because it, it was just at the end of the day, like I'm I'm the only person making decisions, mm-hmm. um, and this one just it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar mistake. Well, yeah, not, you know, it it's mine. You know, I don't know. I I struggle to call it a mistake. Like it mm-hmm. just. I think you
0: mentioned that you you call them educational.
1: Yeah, it's 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 like like, like anything else. Like I, I tried to buy a building, had to hire lawyers, ten thousand dollars in lawyer fees backed out of buying a building. I learned so much through that process. A mm-hmm. ten thousand dollar, you know, stint in school, you know? That's how I look at it. So um Yeah. It could be worse. So you, are you
0: currently trying to find a new home for the plans you had for that building or Absolutely not
1: no um yeah i'm i'm more interested in in kind of expanding into little sub brands right now mm-hmm. um kind of like lo like okay, like fit um little huga you know was was a pandemic uh you know a casualty of the pandemic with still plans to bring it back mm-hmm. um yeah i'm yeah i you know i i i say this every you know on Maybe one day, uh, you know, in the near future, I'll look at a building that feels exactly like what we need and we'll go after it. But I'm not I'm not actively hunting. There's still a lot for us to do here um, b- before we add more space to the, you know, there's still days where nobody's in. We still have 100 members missing from pre-pandemic. Um, there's a lot of room to grow still. Yeah. We'll get there. There we go again. Damn, train of thought.
0: Mm. There we go. Okay, so we're back. <laughs> uh, you talked about how so with locale, uh, which on paper looks like it's spelled locale. It is spelled locale, but it's pronounced locale. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to act like an informed
1: member here. And you're. I would say it's it. It looks like it's spelled local. like that's the or Local. yeah local. Because it's all local businesses. That's the play, you know, just like Hugo. Challenging mm-hmm. to say. Um,
0: but yeah, okay. That was a nice little rhyme there. I like that. But uh, so are you over your but, uh, no activity in January thing? Because so you you and, you and Alyssa talked about how there was like nothing going on for them in January. Yeah, January was quiet. And you were kind of freaking out about it.
1: Yeah, it's, you know. You but they were like, em. it's okay. Yeah, and yeah. the vendors are still, for the most part, retail is is yeah. pretty down. Um, Camp end has been quiet. Um, I'm not too worried, you know. As long as the the vendors feel good, I'm I feel good. Um, that's just kind of how I. It's it's there to serve them, and if they're okay, then I'm okay.
0: Well, so we have a event coming up next week, a nice little podcaster. I don't want to say little nice podcaster networking moment. Yeah, or J Street. Uh, will that be the first of several kinds of networking you want to do at different locations?
1: So that we're not even ho- we're just hosting this thing. So we we have a member that that's always been a, a a big big podcast user. Always wanted to do this, and we finally just told him he could do it. Um, but but he's done all the work. Um, oh, okay. We're just we're just the space. Um, you know, is there more plans to do more? gathering of the members absolutely 100 percent um in in all sorts of cool ways um it's the core of the business um you know the thing that unites us is we all got it work to do but when you look at why we all step out of the house it's it is for really a desire to not be alone so I'm hoping um that that some of the programming here coming up will um will fill that gap make people feel good Yeah. I'm excited about the podcast thing. Mm-hmm. But it's... Podcasting such a weird thing. The amount of people that, that start up in here and then stop is is unreal. Mm-hmm. People that take the training to learn the equipment and then just never record. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> is there a ratio you'd say? If you were to guesstimate? Is there a ratio we... God I just went through the system and, and cut out people that haven't recorded in six months mm-hmm. haven't been in here in six months as at well. that point
0: I'm pr- I, I was probably one of them at some point
1: well over a hundred hundred people I removed from the system it's wild just as
0: like members completely or just as far as like associated as a podcaster people oh okay damn
1: like a hundred unique people either trained never recorded or recorded and then stopped recording so,
0: what yeah. about somebody who trained, immediately began recording, but didn't show up again for like seven months?
1: Happens all the time. Okay. like and Or never records again. Records one or two, realize it's a ton of work, and mm-hmm. maybe nobody listened to their first show, and that was demoralizing, so they dropped out.
0: Man, if I dropped out every single time, someone didn't listen to an episode.
1: I know. It's, honestly, it's, it's a part of, of you know... I, I think all the time about um, how to teach people that um, you can. Um, you know, it's, uh, starting a podcast like starting a business, like you're yeah. you're selling a thing um, in a very crowded market. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not doing something unique, you know, it's everyone's like, why don't you have your own podcast, Garrett? I'm like, because there's plenty of white business owners talking into a microphone um i just don't have a unique spin i'm not i'm not i don't have something interesting to talk about so i'm just not going to go there yet you know i'd rather empower ben and Alyssa to do just a sip and have one minute episode things and 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 then here like god i was so proud this morning when i listened to the second one they did i'm like damn this is like kind of cool and good no wait so just a sip where is that at just a sip it's on podcast apple podcast spotify it's a one minute podcast okay Daily affirmations, I inspiration, did try, and meditations.
0: And I let Alyssa know this, but I, I did try looking up 0 to 10 a little while ago on Spotify. It wasn't showing up.
1: It's not on Spotify. Oh, it's not on Spotify. It needs to be on Spotify. Do you guys use Lipson? Anchor? Lipson. I oh, just, okay. I just got to hit the button. Gotcha, gotcha. It's okay. There's always something.
0: I haven't messed with them before. Yeah. Anchor is evolving, so I'm going to stick with them for a while.
1: I was using Anchor. <laughs> Alyssa and I were using Anchor for... Um, uh, for that's novel book it's the podcast. We were okay, doing yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just it wasn't there for me. Libsyn is the gold standard, yeah. Ever. Oh, really?
0: Okay, let's check them out.
1: Libsyn, like some of the biggest podcasts in the world, use it. It's okay, like they got their shit together and they mm. got good funding and they're making updates all the time. Um, L I B S I S Y N, um, but yeah, um. Yeah, more not enough podcasters really understand what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to talk into the mic. Yeah, a lot of people don't deserve that.
0: Fair, they don't. Especially if you <laughs> if you're on TikTok, you know exactly. Who. Plenty of names come to mind who fit that category. Yeah, of who should not be on the mic.
1: Like I just, I just, and that's maybe, maybe too critical. And some be like, well, that's not kind. Everyone deserves the mic, and I'm like, well, not everyone deserves an audience. True. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe better spin for like it. Anybody can like it's here come, come scream into the microphone, but, but you know, like what separates you? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, uh, or make sure you have a realistic expectation of why you're doing this. You know, the Huga podcast has a very low bar for success. Yeah. It does exactly what it needs to, um, just a sip again, like another um, form of co-marketing for this thing while also creating, honestly, one of the cooler products that we've done. It's fun. It's different. Um, so yeah.
0: Do you have any personal goals that you want to see come out of this particular part of Huga?
1: when it comes to podcasters? Yeah. <laughs> I think about getting rid of the studio. Oh every, really? Every day. Oh, y'all no. are the worst. Podcasters oh, yeah. are the worst. What? Y'all
0: Not are worst. you, but <laughs> thank you. I needed that validation. <laughs> I don't get enough. I, I shouldn't <laughs> say.
1: There's just honestly, like I look at the floor in here, there's candy wrappers, like, people don't pay enough to be in here and they treat it with really a lack of respect. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. I could charge 1500 bucks for this office. It would sell tomorrow and I don't even have to think about it. <sighs> I know it's not, we're not there yet. And It'd I'm not a nice space though. I just don't have that much on. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. If I did, Can I just, talk? Talk. I want people to, I did, I just they, they don't, you know, I'm generalizing. We have a lot of great podcasts. There's some of the coolest people that walk through these doors mm-hmm. and, and, if you are a podcaster and you hear this, you know, the ones who we adore. Yeah. You're great. You give us a lot of love. We give you a lot of love and you just show up and do your thing. And yeah. Go. It's great. But over the years, it's, it's definitely, definitely been challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just been challenging. Um, and I think that the pandemic broke a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. like they'll never come back to podcasting. Yeah. They we're already not doing well with it. Then they lost their ability to record. They tried to do it from home. They weren't prepared to do it. Yeah, um, there's just a lot. And also the, um, you know, the podcasting world when everyone had time to sit around at home also exploded. Right. So now you're having even more crowded because everyone just sat around creating content. Um, it's crowded. It's a crowded place to be. But mm, they all kind of look the same too. I mean, if, they're,
0: if they all go to like yeah. YouTube, they all look the same. Sure. It's all. It's always like the lights on the all on the corners, which creates a nice ambiance. But it's just it's like if so many of them weren't chewing
1: and eating ASMR videos, I feel better about it. Listen, that's on the list. It's on the list. We. Am, I, I'm. I, I would Some be lying if in the last team meeting we didn't talk about Huga ASMR. Just not like chewing ASMR, right? I don't know. Oh, okay, maybe just sipping coffee
0: i don't know if i go for that one first listen i say people uh, like the plucking are, are a me? big fan of the plucking 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 like the i think it's usually like titled like reiki energy something asmr videos but like plucking away the back the bad energy are they actually making like plucking noises no they just like like aim the camera so it's like they're it's like it's like what are those triggers for like personal attention that triggers yeah. it but people like that oh, if you hear I oh, think yeah? you hear more flack about the chewing and the saliva smacking ASMRs than you do any other form of ASMR. So just suggesting. Yeah. Not that you have to put any weight to my words, but
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure <laughs> listen, I, I had I was eating pie every Sunday on Instagram and people were really into it. Um it's a thing. what kind of pie? I made different pie every week for over a year. And then ate it on Instagram, like one unique pie per three sixty five days. Every sun- Sunday, I would bake oh, one, Sunday. two, or three baked goods, and then eat them at eight o'clock at night on Instagram.
0: On Instagram,
1: and people would like it.
0: All right, maybe I'm.
1: Maybe I'll try to. It's a weird thing.
0: I'll try the chewing gum one more time. Yeah, I make no promises.
1: I, 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 I my educated, um, gut here says failure. Mm-hmm. So maybe not, but, (laughs) um, you know, because somebody else is uh, already doing it. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do, like, I could see us doing, like, a weird uh, ASMR joke, and it's just, like, people sitting in chairs or something. It's just the sound of, like, somebody's butt just rubbing around in Mm -hmm. that yellow leather chair over there or something.
0: And trying to convince the other person that they're not farting. it's It's the chair.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I will say these chairs,
0: when I first got in here, scared the hell out of me. These ones? Yes. Granted, I'm huge. Well, and I was huge. like, I get the metal <laughs> reinforces the plastic. But I was like, first of all, when yeah. this breaks, I'm I know the sharp part's gonna be between my legs.
1: <laughs> so I think what's gonna happen, and it it honestly, it, I don't. It doesn't matter how big you are. Um, I have been sitting in one of these, and all of a sudden, it's really slow. Where it just starts to like, you'll know it. You'll be like, oh, I'm getting lower. Like this part. So this front part of the chair, uh-huh. how do I explain this? Um, uh, it's just going to slowly start bending, and you're going to start tipping backwards. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weird, like you like gravity disappeared for a moment, right? You're like, oh, I'm definitely falling in uh-huh. slow motion. Uh huh. And then you'll just be laying on the ground. It won't snap.
0: And I feel like generally, unless you're in like gymnastics or like circus, so like you don't have that much trust in your own balance. Those. So you're probably just
1: gonna pop up real quick. No, it's you won't even. You, I'm not kidding. You're gonna. It's gonna take. You'll be too late before you realize what's happening. It's because, the best kind of death. Um, because it's happening slow. So all of a sudden you're gonna be like, I'm definitely further from this mic. Right now I'm sliding back and oh my god I'm my back's on the ground <laughs> and it'll just be.
0: See, I don't think the universe would afford me that kindness. I think it'd be very abrupt. <laughs> it didn't inform me the kindness when my dude so so one of my pain points so far this year is that every attempt to be consistent in here which if Alyssa, i'm sure i've annoyed her over the holidays but if she if she told you like i i emailed her telling her i'm gonna be super consistent in 2022 this will be the year i thought that in 2020 when i had to bother you on new year's eve because i did not pay attention to the emails and did not know how to get into the building yeah, Because you guys had upgraded But I was like I'm going to be super consistent Super, super right. on point Every week Every attempt I was met with some kind of universal Fuck you BC babbles Nice Like the day after I upgraded <laughs> to Flex Was the day my bravado's trans took a shit uh, So I could not come in It's always something The next week Was when I tried my first recording With a friend But then When I went to look at that I see those pictures like, oh, dude, something with the ro- something's wrong with the broadcaster. <laughs> I got white noise all through this hour-long session. I can't use this audio. And the GoPro looks nice, but the audio is shit on it. So it's like I can't sure. use that for an hour-long podcast. The worst. And then last week, recorded with the same person who had to run through Charlotte to get here. And she was like, I would be really upset if we can't record today, Brandon. I was like, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Looks nice. And then two days later, go on to post production, and And instead of what, thankfully, instead of white noise every ten seconds, it was just a drop. It was just out. Weird silence. Um. So far today is the nice day. The nice day. So far, so good.
1: So I need a favor. Okay. Uh, Okay. So Alyssa, who works with me, she's Uh a marketing person. Um, I'm on a never-ending um goal to mess with her. Um, (laughs) so I'm going to tell you in this moment. Uh huh. That you did bother her over the holidays too much. Okay, so I'll cut she that didn't. Out. No, no, no. Okay, she's. We're gonna mess with her tonight. You are gonna send an email, and be like, and say, just send it to her. You are gonna be like, listen, I just want to apologize for how much I bothered you. Garrett had <laughs> mentioned. That's <laughs> it. Very brief. Okay. I just and I, I, That's That's I just brief. need you to do this That's for me. Good. She had never said anything mm-hmm. about you, but I just need to mess with That's her good. one more time today. And you need to play a part. in
0: Okay, things. now that begs the question: How have you been messing with her before now? Okay,
1: now that uh, well, I told her, I told her that you were. Um, oh my god, what you been doing, Garrett? No, I told her then that, that you were um, uh, interviewing to replace her as the zero to ten host. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> First of all, because you waved in the photo, I'm like, that's him waving goodbye to you. Oh. Um, my God. First you of all. Should, you, should, you should say, and just like, P.S., I'm so excited to join the team. Just put that at the bottom. Come on. I'll write the email for you. Just press send.
0: No, I'll do it. I'll, I was going to say before Brief. you mentioned that line, I was going to be like, oh, I'll you know what? It. I could probably oh. add something like, just to, just to let things calm down, I'm going to avoid the J Street location for a couple of weeks. I'll do my podcast from home. Oh, my God.
1: Don't. All I do I have need, a setup from home, so I could do it, but I like being here. All you need to say is, Hey. I spoke with Garrett and I am really sorry with how much I bothered you over the holidays with the podcast studio. But um, you know, thanks for your patience. P.S. Really excited to work with you on the podcasts mm-hmm. moving forward. Something like that. Oh my okay. god! Okay, that's it. Don't, I'll do it. I'll do it. The brief. The more brief, the better. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I love that we just ideated this live. Mm. <laughs> well, this is a cool lot next week, so cool. hopefully
0: everything will be taken care of before then.
1: Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, just it's your mission. You have one mission tonight. One mission tonight. Yeah, eat dinner, send email, mm-hmm.
0: maybe watch a show.